You're listening to RTNT, Radio Totally Normal Toronto. My mental illness allows me to be more compassionate. I don't let it stop me from what I have to do in life. My mental health helps me relate to other people. I'm not afraid of it anymore. I am at peace with my mental illness. Mental illness saved my life. My mental illness has helped me learn about myself. It's given me a new outlook on life. Welcome to the March show of Radio Tully Normal Toronto on CJRU 1280 AM and CJRU.ca. I'm Johnny and I will be your host for this March 13th, 2019 episode. Radio Totally Normal Toronto, or RTNT for short, is a voice for community mental health produced by the members and staff of Progress Place, a mental wellness clubhouse in downtown Toronto. Today, you will hear an interview and vox pops of members from Progress Place. They surround topics of mental health and spring cleaning. First up, we spend time with Charmaine Pang, a meditation instructor. After that interview, we'll be hearing from members of Progress Place speaking on spring cleaning. First off, we will hear from Livy Monet from RTNT interviewing Charmaine Pang about meditations and the benefits it brings. Charmaine also explores the link between spring cleaning and meditation. Let's listen into what she has to say. Hey everyone, this is RTNT Live. We are so excited to have Charmaine, a wonderful meditation teacher, with us today. So we're going to get right into it and ask some questions. What is meditation, Charmaine? Meditation can be described as the action or the practice of resting the mind. It's something you could do to experience, as some people have described it, the center of consciousness within ourselves, a place of deep stillness, a place of calm, and maybe a profound place that maybe some people don't know how to reach or have never been before. It's a place of equanimity. There's no good, there's no bad, there's no judgment, and maybe you're just breathing. There's a lot of different ways where we can access the center via stillness or classically observing the breath through compassion-based exercises or even through sound or mantra or visualization. Of course, one of the first things we might think of when we think of meditation or yoga is the sound of OM. It is a universal sound that when we chant, that's filling your brain with that vibration and the sound as you chant it. So that's a different way to push out, let's say, the clutter in the mind and, and find yourself in the present. One of the classic ways through which we access the meditative state is via just observing the breath. We create a mind-body connection through just simply sitting, observing the breathing, and noticing as we inhale, as it comes in, and the exhale, as it leaves us just over and over again, becoming quiet to just observe that simple process of breath and of life. That's wonderful. It's great to know that meditation is taking time to be still, to check in with your body, with yourself, and be aware of what it is that is going on within yourself. Why is meditation beneficial? You know, scientifically, this, the act and the practice of meditation allows us to decrease our cortisol levels, the stress hormone, 
It allows us to decrease our stress responses. We can improve our cognitive functions so we can pay attention to and concentrate on things. Maybe we can shut other things out and just focus our awareness. It's an excellent tool that can help us manage our mental health and well-being. And for sure, in studies, it has shown to help us in our toolkit for anxiety, PTSD, depression. But of course, it's important to note that that's not a cure-all. It's just something that can, can help us. Meditation can also, in studies, it's shown to help us maintain and retain more gray matter in the brain as we age. And it also changes our brains to create long-lasting and positive effects that remain in the brain and remain with us long beyond, say, our session has ended. You're affecting neuroplasticity and you're even changing your genes as you continue in this beneficial practice. When we enter a meditative state, it allows us to cultivate the witness, as some people say, or become an observer, observe the sensations, observe what is happening, and you'll notice these sensations in our body will arise to fall away and recede if you just sit back. If you have pain, you can mindfully and maybe slowly adjust your position. But you're not just like reacting and fidgeting. So the important part and what we learn from meditation is the non-reaction, is cultivating the observer, and that allows us to maintain a state of equanimity in the highs and the lows that life will inevitably bring us. So that's definitely one of the key takeaways from this practice. Wonderful. So in talking about the idea of spring cleaning, how does this apply to meditation? In my meditation classes, I often talk about the mind like it's a garden, right? You can, we can all imagine this. And you know, consider the idea of your mind as a garden. Consider the idea of yourself as the gardener of your mind. So then what does the garden look like? Is it overgrown or tangled or you can't see or there's weeds or the grass is growing past your head? Or is it something that, that you've maintained or cared for and, and taken the time to cultivate? It's important for us in our mental spaces to create time and space for this maintenance just as you want to maintain the garden. We want to clear out the dead leaves, prune the branches, untangle the weeds, cut the grass and tend to the garden. So it's the place where we can find joy or a place in our minds where we do have some space to breathe and some space to be that isn't just cluttered with all kinds of thoughts that maybe just like are just stored there or that we want to get out of our heads, for example. So just maintenance allows us to have better enjoyment and functioning of that mental space that we all have. That's wonderful. How do you think spring cleaning can affect your mental health? Whether we're physically letting go of or cleaning our actual spaces or doing our meditative practices, both of them allow us to let go of whether physical things or things like thoughts or feelings and ideas that no longer serve us. And once we do that, there's a positive shift that happens within us that can allow us to invite and welcome in, you know, renewal, compassion perhaps for ourselves and others, and even, you know, positivity and hope into our lives. And that better allows us to navigate our world, which is very complex, even as we do go through the inevitable suffering or hardships that just, you know, daily life offers. It could just be a banal everyday suffering like, oh, I'm on a crowded subway in rush hour, 
or I hear the screech of the ambulance down the street again. It's really noisy. You know, equanimity as we receive it through meditation and continued practice, despite the highs and lows of life, is both the result and the aim of our meditation practice. I'm hearing the word equanimity. Can you explain what that word means? Equanimity can just be finding that foundation in that steady state, the balance in between, oh, this is so great, I'm on top of the world, or oh, this is the worst and this is horrible. For us to maintain a steady foundation and a steady ground of perhaps not judging ourselves and not reacting with our unconscious conditioned behaviors, equanimity allows us to just sit back, observe, and accept what's coming to us, whether positive or negative. So are there any alternatives to meditation? Anything that you do can be meditative just so long as your awareness is focused on the present or the here and now. So it could be any activity you enjoy, taking a walk, gardening, knitting, or something that you're just gonna be doing anyway, sitting on the subway or driving your car, let's say. So let's talk about the example of washing the dishes. The act of washing the dishes can be an opportunity to bring yourself into that moment. The Vietnamese Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh says that you can wash the dishes to wash the dishes. Do what you're doing to do what you're doing. In this quote, he says, We do the dishes not only in order to have clean dishes, we also do the dishes just to do the dishes, to live fully in each moment while washing them, and to be truly in touch with life. So it can be the same with absolutely any other act that you're doing. So now Charmaine, the cleaner your home is, the more exercise you're getting and the more energy you have. One explanation for this is simply that you can burn calories when you clean. After doing some reading, we found that 20 minutes of a low intensity workout, like cleaning, three times a week can increase your overall energy levels by 20% and reduce your fatigue by up to 65%. What are your thoughts on this? So just like we meditate perhaps to clear out our minds and create some room for openness and for freedom, Keeping our homes free of clutter and contributing positively to your home and your physical well-being, to me it makes sense that a clean, tidy, and well-maintained space can also lift your spirits in an energetic sense. What is your favorite way to relieve stress? To be honest, it's usually hydrotherapy, so going for a swim or having a hot shower or being in a steam room, that is like the best for me. Charmaine, is there anything you would like to mention to our listeners? You all know that I'm a meditation teacher here in Toronto. I host a whole bunch of different things from regular guided meditation classes to sound baths, which is basically a way to take a super relaxing body nap while listening to beautiful instruments that I have. I host a community sound bath that is pay what you can at a place called I Am Yoga. If you are interested in anything that I'm working on, I actually am working on a meditation workshop in April and working on a guided meditation podcast. So if you would like news and info, just add me on Instagram at at wavysky.ca or head to my website at wavysky.ca for more. 
Thank you so much for having me today. It was a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Charmaine. We are honored to have you here today. You are listening to Radio Totally Normal Toronto on CJRU 1280 AM and CJRU.ca in Toronto. Thanks for tuning in. Our topic for this month is mental health and spring cleaning. Thank you, Livy Monet from RTNT, for that interview with Charmaine Pang. Charmaine teaches meditation out of I Am Yoga Studio. Please take some time to follow her on her socials, Twitter, wavysky.ca, Linktree domain, C-H-A-R-V-S-C-H-A-R. Charmaine speaks about equanimity. The definition from dictionary.com is mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. Next up, we have Clinton from RTNT interviewing members of Progress Place about spring cleaning. But before we listen in, I want to share where the origins of spring cleaning came about. According to Encyclopedia Britannica, in the past, when people kept their houses shut tight against the cold of winter, heated with candles, the coming of spring signaled a welcome opportunity to make your house fresh again. On the first warm, dry day of the season, everybody in the family would pitch in to pull every stick of furniture and scrap of cloth outside. Then, armed with brooms and wash rags, one squad of house cleaners would return to the house, sweeping and scrubbing every corner and washing down the walls, while another would air linens, remove soot and ash from couches and chairs, dust the books and paintings, and bend a few items on the run. Think about taking an entire day or weekend to flip your house upside down. It seems almost impossible in today's age. Our modern centrally heated and cooled, climate-controlled homes don't get oily, sooty, or smoky, and our washing machines and vacuum cleaners help keep the dirt from sneaking in. Even though that is true, the air tightness of houses makes it harder to breathe. They are also full of chemicals and gases, from the components of floor wax to the microfibers of carpets. So it is important to air out the house and do some spring cleaning. Let's listen into what members of Progress Place have to say about spring cleaning. What is spring cleaning to you? Spring cleaning is um, opening the window, getting fresh air, uh, having your place spotless, and it's part of health. It could be cleaning your closet, seeing any clothes that don't want to wear much now or give away to some place. Cleansing, getting organized and just cleaning up your space. Spring cleaning rings a bell that cleaning during the spring. And do you do any spring cleaning yourself? Definitely. Yeah, because it needs to be done. Mm, I do clean up my house because my house needs to be clean because we make a mess. I do spring cleaning every day of my life. I do uh, my laundry five times a week. I take a shower twice a day and I try to arrange my shelves and my drawers as much as I can, even though it's always junk. Really, I had done spring cleaning in my life. Yeah, totally. I tear the house apart because it needs to be torn apart. <laughs> I want to live with the minimalistic approach. The minimum I require, I want to have only that much around me. So I think that spring cleaning gives me an opportunity to do that. Do you find spring cleaning to be relaxing? After I'm all done. Candy? Yeah, a little bit at the time. 
It's tiring more than relaxing. I find cleaning a chore, but it can be relaxing, and you feel good about yourself after you do it. Yeah, it's kind of cathartic. I like cleaning, <laughs> so I'm strange that way, but at the same time, when your space is organized, then you're organized. Have you ever heard of the Marie Kondo approach, and have you tried it where you pick up an item and you ask yourself, does this thing spark joy, or does it lead to something that sparks joy? And if it doesn't do either, you throw it out, or you give it to somebody else, or you donate it. Have you ever tried that? I guess I haven't quite did that. Yes, if I don't need it, I will donate it. I've never thought about donating used things to places. However, now that I'm having this interview, maybe I should be doing the same thing. Something like that. I want to ask myself whether I will be using this in the coming year or not. And then if I don't, then I throw it away or give it to somebody else. No, I haven't. I love to donate stuff. It's a really ethical and environmental way to go about your life. Have you ever noticed any effect on your sleep after cleaning your room? Possibly. Yeah, I'm at peace. <laughs> I sleep well. I never took notice of it. Cleaning is a chore and I do sleep well. No, not really. Uh, more peaceful. I sleep more. Do you listen to music while you're cleaning? Oh yeah, for sure. I usually have, have music on. and. No, I do not. Yep, I do that all the time because music is a bit uplifting while you're cleaning or, or whatever you're doing at home. It helps you to relax a little bit too. Yes, oftentimes I listen to the Bollywood. No, I don't. Yeah, totally. I absolutely listen to music. Hardcore music. Oh, you're just jamming out? Yeah, 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 totally. I totally put music. I make it fun. No, I don't. We have a boombox in the house. We usually jam to music when we clean up. Do you have a strategy when cleaning, or do you prefer doing the first thing that comes to mind? The first thing that comes to mind. And why is that? Uh, it's, it's Carol. <laughs> no need for explanation. <laughs> Start with the bathroom first, because um, that's the main part of my cleaning. Mm, there's a process. I like using hot water and pine salt and room deodorizer, but there's kind of a method to the madness. I guess I just look around and see things around the room. I go by the place which I need to keep control over. Some areas are left for further cleaning in the further time, so it's time and space dependent and need dependent too. Well, sometimes I do have a strategy, sometimes I do the first thing that comes into mind. That's what makes it all worth the while and a lot better and a lot happier. My strategy is anything I've had for a long period of time and it's not been useful for me, I, I toss them out. When you think of spring cleaning, does it overwhelm you or are you excited about the change? Overwhelmed by it. And why is that? Because it's something which I've never heard before. However, it's something I'm willing to try. I don't like the thought of spring cleaning, but everybody's got to do their part in the house. So I usually find my place in the house to do my part. Overwhelmed by it, because I have a lot to do and I can't seem to get around to doing it. <laughs> oh yes, change is good. No, I, it's not really overwhelming. Just when I couldn't decide or not quick enough, but when I'm sorting and decide what to keep or not keep, but uh, not too bad now. A little bit of both, I'm excited, but spring cleaning, definitely. It's overwhelming because I tend to have too many books and too many magazines. It's overwhelming because uh, 
Getting organized is a little bit challenging for me. I do get excited and overwhelmed. It's um, making myself feel good, and after I finish, I feel great and wonderful. And if a friend were to ask you for help with their cleaning, would you do it? Yeah, I would help. I don't want to only do my own, don't only clean for myself. Depends. If they're close to me and that they're sick and um, they need a bit of help, I will do it. It depends occasionally, maybe or maybe not. It all depends on how I feel on that day. Sometimes I, I may be feeling, after doing my spring cleaning, I may feel like, well, you know, enough's enough, let him do his own. Yes, I can. Because uh, it's, it's an overwhelming experience sometimes, so it needs an extra hand, extra pair of hand wouldn't uh, be harmful and also some opinion on what to keep or what to throw away. Yes, because I will ask them to help me. <laughs> I can help, but I can't do it for them because that would mean like me doing all the house chores and letting somebody off when they're supposed to do their own job. And that would be like stuck up for me and I wouldn't be able to go out after I'm done or do anything I want to do. Totally, because I'm cleaning mama. <laughs> I'm sure I have OCD, I love to clean. Let's say you, re you reach a physically demanding task, something you can do, but it will be hard for you to do. Do you prefer to tackle it all in one go, or would you rather take breaks? Well, if it's physically demanding, I'm sure I'll take a couple of breaks in between while I'm doing it, eh? because it's physically demanding, got a little bit of rest, replenish myself and go on again. Well, so right now I'm taking breaks, but I think I could do it, but I, I'm not too keen on that. I like the breaks thing. I will prefer to tackle it all at once. Take breaks, because I have um, respiratory illness and I have a hard time breathing, so I have to take a break when, when I'm doing something physical. I usually take breaks because uh, I get very tired easily, uh, bending and kneeling. Uh. And do you ever feel like you're not getting it done fast enough? Sometimes. Uh, no. Sometimes, because I take too many breaks. What's the first thing you plan to clean this year? My closet. My room. My bathroom. I would like to continue to clean my shoes every day. Probably my clothing. They're everywhere. I have a PSW that does all the cleaning, and I'm going to have her come over and mop the floor because it's salt all over the floor from my scooter hanging, being in there. My veranda? Got it clean and all ready for the late spring and summer so I can celebrate summer and spring. Do you feel spring cleaning affects your mental health in any way? It does. If your closet is cluttered and the space is not organized, how unwell you feel. So it's better to take up this activity as a sporting activity and do it annually. No, it doesn't. I think it's good. It might make you a little bit fuzzy at first, but after it's done, it's a good feeling. Uh, not really. Well, yes, by the time spring comes around, I'm feeling a bit uplifted, a little bit happy because summer's next to come, so I do the cleaning, it makes me happy. No, it doesn't. I believe that any type of cleaning during any time of the year or any day would positively affect your mental health because you'll be living in a cleaner space and you will know that you've put in your efforts, do the best they can do while they're here. That's the purpose of us being here. We're so unique, we're all different in our DNAs. So while you're here, you need to put in your best to be the best you can be. Welcome back to Radio Totally Normal Toronto on CJRU 1280 AM and CJRU.ca. We just listened to an interview between Clinton of RTNT and members of Progress Place. 
It was great to hear all the wonderful benefits spring cleaning has on, on our members. We also got some good advice on different strategies of spring cleaning. If you're looking for a community to be a part of your mental health wellness, please visit a clubhouse near you. Clubhouse International reaches over 100,000 people living with mental illnesses per year in 320-plus clubhouses in 34 countries. Please visit clubhouseinternational.org to find a clubhouse in your community. We would like to thank all those involved with this episode of Radio Totally Normal Toronto. Thank you, Charmaine Pang, for sharing your knowledge about meditation, yoga, and enthusiasm into the mental health field. Thank you to all the members of Progress Space who took time to be interviewed for our Vox Pox. A special thank you to our interviewers, Livy Monet and Clinton of RTNT. Thank you to all the members and staff of Progress Space who work hard each month to create a recurring episode of Radio Totally Normal Toronto. Thank you to our listeners. Please share this episode with your friends and family. Together, we can dissolve from mental health stigmas to a continued focus on mental health wellness. To learn more about RTNT or listen to previous episodes, please check out RadioTotallyNormalToronto.org or find us on SoundCloud. If you'd like to learn more about Progress Place, visit ProgressPlace.org. You can also track Progress Space on social media. Our handle is Progress Place Clubhouse for Facebook and Instagram. For Twitter, our handle is Progress underscore Place. Once again, thank you for joining us and have an amazing afternoon. And now we'll sign off with a song from Daniel Romano, The Pride of Queens, from his 2017 album, Modern Pressure. See you next month. Uh.